In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Christ is in our midst. As many of you know, three years ago, uh, my cousin, Shannon, uh, was faced with her two-year-old son being diagnosed with leukemia. And we have prayed for her son, Drayson, um, for a long time. And thank God he has come to the end of his treatments and he has beat it as well as any two-year-old can beat leukemia. He's expected to live a long and healthy life, God willing. Um, and of course, there are still yearly tests and every six months tests and exams and he's got to be careful. He's got to eat right and, and be careful about some things, but for the most part, he can live. But when Shannon was faced with this illness, when she was faced with the possibility that her two-year-old son would die imminently of leukemia, she kicked into a gear, right, that I think everybody would kick into as much as possible when faced with the one that you love the most on the brink of death. She spent countless nights, weeks, months sleeping on one of those uncomfortable hospital beds with her son in the hospital. Treatments, right? ER visits every time he spiked a fever. He was diagnosed in 2019. Well, in 2020 when COVID happened, that didn't actually help anything. That raised the anxiety level. But she gave her life to save his life. She was willing to take off time from work, use all her PTO, use all her vacation time, change all of her plans, give up all of her entertainments. Everything revolved around his treatment. There was a strong sense of urgency. Urgency. And you could even say there was a sense of desperation. Now, Shannon is a Christian woman. They have a strong, vibrant church. They very much believed that he could be healed by the grace of God. And he was, through the doctors. But nevertheless, she did everything in her power to, to bring that grace of God to her son. And was it worth it? Yes. Was it worth the debt that she went into? Yes. Was it worth the heartache? Yes. It was all worth it. Why? Because her only beloved son needed it. Now today, in the Gospel reading, we hear the story of two desperate people with a strong sense of urgency who come to Christ for healing. One is a woman who's had a flow of blood for 12 years. And this means that she is socially isolated. Every chair she sits on is unclean. Everything she touches is unclean. Everyone who touches her is unclean for the rest of the day. There are strong laws about this. 
and she spent all of her money on doctors and is desperate and goes in the midst of a crowd to touch Jesus because she knows he can heal her. The other person we hear about is a father who has a 12-year-old daughter, his only daughter. And he's a ruler of a synagogue. He's an important person. And he has faith, maybe not as strong as the woman's. He asked Christ to come and touch his son, so, or his daughter, so that his daughter will be healed. He's desperate because he's facing the choice of doing nothing and seeing his daughter die, or doing something and hoping for a miracle. And I will propose to you that this man's daughter is a symbol of our soul. And the question is, how often do we go through life with a spiritual malaise, a spiritual sense of whatever, without the urgency needed to save our soul. Our Lord says, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. John the Baptist says, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That hasn't changed. The kingdom of heaven is still at hand. And yet, because we don't see the immediate consequences of our laziness, of our indifference, of our apathy, we put off our repentance. We put off doing the things that we need to do. Remember my homily two weeks ago about St. James. James 1.22, we must become doers of the word and not hearers only. Why don't we become doers of the word? Because we lack the sense of urgency and desperation that we need, that we need to tie with our faith. <coughs> I think that everybody in this room truly does believe that the Holy Communion we receive is the Lord's body and blood. But, I know that most of us don't act like that. Don't act like we believe it all the time. We often lack the urgency that we need to ignite the spiritual fire in our heart. Father Stephen Freeman, he wrote a really good blog article once called 90% of Orthodox life is showing up. 90% of Orthodox life is showing up. And I would say that we often lack urgency in our spiritual life because we often don't show up. We're often missing. And there's a, a natural sense to become defensive. Now, wait a minute, Father. My life has circumstances. I've got things going on. I've got whatever. Whatever. Like, you can give me all the excuses you want. 
like we often lack the urgency because we don't see that the end is nearer than we think. I'll go to the liturgy next week. I'll schedule confession next month. I'll say prayers that other time. I'd rather do this, I'd rather do that. I've got important things to do. And my job as your priest and pastor who loves you very much is to remind you there is nothing more important than your repentance and then your eternal salvation. There is nothing more important than your eternal salvation. And my prayer is that we can all have a healthy sense of urgency, spiritual urgency, to become doers of the word and not hearers only. As the great Yogi Berra, the catcher for the Yankees in the 50s said, it gets late early here. It gets late early. And as Father Seraphim Rose said, it's later than you think. St. Paul reminds us that the time, the time of our salvation is at hand. I'm not going to go through a list of everything that you need to do for your salvation because really you know what it is that you need to do. You know. You know what that thing is that's holding you back. Deal with it. And if you need help dealing with it, ask for help. That's what we're here for in the church. But I really think we need to live with a sense of spiritual urgency, not panic. We should never live with a sense of spiritual panic because that shows a faithlessness in Christ and the resurrection. We should always have faith and hope in the resurrection and have some assurance. But the church always gives us a carrot and a stick, right? The church always gives us the positive reward and the hope of the life to come while also giving us the stick and reminding us of the judgment and the consequences of our lack of repentance. So my encouragement is to have some urgency Become spiritually desperate. Desperately seek the Lord our God. Desperately seek to love Him. Desperately reach out for Him and ask Him for His mercy. Fall on your knees and beg Him for His mercy the way that this father does for his daughter. And do everything in your power to get yourself in His presence. Do everything in your power. David in the psalm says, I would rather be a gatekeeper in the kingdom of heaven than to sit at the tables with the unrighteous. A sliver of God's presence is better than an eternity without Him. We must have that urgency and we must manifest the faith. We must take the faith from here to here and from our heart to our feet. Remember, faith is an action shown more with our feet than with our lips. We must become doers of the word.
So brothers and sisters, brothers and sisters, today is salvation come unto the world. Now is the hour of our salvation. As our beloved patron saint, Saint Herman said, from this day, from this hour, from this minute, let us love God above all else and strive to fulfill His holy will. There is a sense of urgency and immediacy in that quote. And we would all do well to heed it and pay attention to it and follow it and become a little more desperate, a little more active in our spiritual life, and a little more willing to do things now rather than put them off. May God give this to us, and may He reward us for throwing ourselves at His mercy and coming to Him for incarnating ourselves in His presence and asking for His love and His peace and His joy. And may we all spend all of eternity basking in the presence of God, having fulfilled our repentance and attained salvation. Where the voice of the saints is unceasingly crying out in praise to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and ever and unto ages of ages. Amen. Christ is in our midst. Yes.